Welcome to the weekly podcast all about turning the great American RV adventure into stress-less camping. Each week we explore tips, tricks, ideas, and destinations and talk to the happiest campers in the RV world. Pull up a seat at the campfire as we enjoy some stress-less camping. Welcome to the campfire. I'm Tony. I'm Peggy. And we're two RV industry veterans who travel part-time. Very soon to be in a small trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Looking to share big adventures and help you with great tips. Tricks. And discounts. We will get our trailer soon. Yeah, we got word. It is scheduled and we get to drive to Indiana soon enough to <laughs> pick it up. Yeah, so, Indiana in December. Yay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, we get to see all our friends in Indiana, and we have so many. We do. I am actually looking forward to the trip, depending on the snow load. Yeah, snow load. Well, we have been working on the railroad, so to speak. <laughs> well, that's our old business. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but we have been, you know, one of the things we say at the end is if you have a deal for our audience and your company that we would like to work with let us know well you have thank you yeah we've been saving up but we have three new partners as of this week coincidentally one of those is uh, our guest for today because we thought well how appropriate is this with black friday coming up and you know basically the holiday gift giving season right last week remember we talked about all the safety gear that should be on your wish list for the holidays yeah well well, for any day (laughs) yeah really right well now we are going to talk about some of the tech stuff but not only tech stuff right and for that we have partnered with technography rather than blather on about Techno RV. We have Eric and Tammy Johnson from Techno RV. So let's hear from them. Yeah. Today we are super thrilled to be welcoming Eric and Tammy Johnson from Techno RV. And they are going to help us with our next wish list, which is obviously Techno <laughs> Technology Wish List. Welcome. Hey, how are y'all doing? Hey, thanks Good. for having us. Thank it's you for spending here. some time with us. Well, not just Techno. Techno RV is a very different way of getting stuff that you will absolutely need for your RV for a number of reasons. And one of those, let's turn to Eric and Tammy. Tell us a little about Techno RV. How far back do we want to go? <laughs> you know, I mean, we, we can start from the beginning here just kind of quickly about our story and, and how we even became, you know, the owners of Techno RV. You know, this is back in, in, in 2014. We had regular jobs and we were kind of uh, the regular eight to five. We were, I guess, getting bored with it or kind of put off by it and wanted something different. And uh, so we just talked about like, what do we, what do we enjoy doing? And, you know, things came up like traveling and being by the water and things like that. And then anything we- but cleaning a house and doing that type of stuff. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Basically. Yeah. So we said, you know, what, what are, what are the things keeping us from doing that? And, and it was things like our job, our house. And so we just looked at each other and said, well, let's just get rid of all of it and just kind of go, go for it. And we'll go buy an RV and then go RV. And mind you, we had never RV'd before together or separate maybe as kids so this wasn't something we'd been doing you know for years part-time and here and there it was it was just a complete let's change our lives it was crazy it was crazy it was was kind of i look back on it and it's like man we must have been out of our minds (laughs) (laughs) no you were just ahead of the curve right right (laughs) you're prepping for what everyone did in 2020 
Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. We were, we were gearing up for it. So we were not independently wealthy. You know, people always want to know like people on the road, like, how do y'all do it? You know? And it's like, for us, it was like, we were going for it and we figured, well, we might could last six, eight months out here. <laughs> we're going to have to figure out how to make some money. Right. And you know, that's when Techno RV came along, you know? And so in 2015, we became the owners of Techno RV. We started out just going to a lot of RV shows and just selling directly to customers at RV shows, you know, all the while gaining more and more experience as full-time RVers. And as new RVers, just identifying because, you know, we had never RVed before. So learning about all the equipment we needed, how to use it, which brands are we supposed to buy? This is so overwhelming because it's nothing we'd ever done before. Yeah. There's not a lot of, you can, you know, walk into a camping world or, you know, go on Amazon and cross your fingers, you're going to get something good. But there really wasn't something out there that, that educated us to the degree that we needed. And that was another thing with the techno RV aspect of like, this is what RVers need. They need to be able to pick up the phone, call somebody and say, this is what kind of RV I have. What do I need and how do I use it? And so we saw a need for that, which is, you know, part of what techno RV became. You know, when all that happened, we were, we had the website, but I, you know, I would say probably 90, 95% of our, our revenue was going to shows, you know, and just meet, meeting, meeting RVers and, and uh, just being a part of the community. And we love that so much. You learn a lot, you know, that face-to-face and just customer interaction. You learn brands that are great, issues people are having, which allowed us to go back to manufacturers and help them improve products. But that face-to-face just being one-on-one with customers was really, really invaluable. Yeah. And in order to bring that to the masses, like what we were doing at shows and, and those relationships, we wanted to just grow that to the online community through Techno RV. And that's what we did. You know, we said, you know, let's, let's run a business like we do things kind of at shows. We have information and we want to make sure that people are getting exactly what they need. We don't want people getting things that they don't need. And and so that's what we used to do at shows. And we just kind of brought that to technorv.com. And now, you know, I mean, obviously the revenue stream is completely flipped now. I mean, it's the, the internet side of things is way bigger now, obviously. <laughs> but that's that's how it started. We said, you know what, in, in the beginning, we our motivation really was never to like make a bunch of money. Just think of how we started. We just wanted to go out and just make enough money to just travel, really. You know what I mean? So... You know, with that not being our motivation, we were able to say, well, you know, we just want to do things the right way. That really took off in the RV community to say, hey, there's a company that, A, uh, you know, we can talk to them. There's knowledgeable people there when we call, text, chat, whatever. And back in the day, it was just me and Tammy, right? So if you call, if you called, you, you were getting, you, these were the knowledgeable people right. you were getting. Yeah. Right? You, you were you were getting us, right? And and now, uh, obviously, we've got a staff, and and you know, we make sure that they're trained and that they have our knowledge, right? Another thing we did, and we still do to this day, is we don't buy from distributors, just random products that we like from distributors. We work directly with manufacturers which has always given us an edge with the um, product knowledge and customer support because, you know, we're not buying TSTs from some distributor that, you know, a lot of people do. We buy from TSC. We, we go to TSC. We've, we know their president, the engineers. We know all of the people that if there ever is an issue or we see feedback 
or we want to see something different just as RVers, uh, we are able to go to the people that can make it happen and to solve problems for customers if they're having them answer questions. And that's the case with all the brands that we carry. I think that's one of the things I've always admired about you guys is unlike whatever store that sells RV stuff, <laughs> be that online or in person or whatever, you tend to only have the products that you have tested and vetted. So that is a huge difference too. Like if you want tire pressure, you had mentioned TST, you want a tire pressure monitor, you know the one that you have on your website is one that you've tested and like. And uh, like the Soft Start RV, that's something that really impressed me when we got ours. You had videos of how to, I was, I think, Eric, it was you on the roof of your RV putting <laughs> yes. it in. Like, here's step it, one, here's step two. <laughs> yeah. And it made it really easy. You just didn't see me. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone had to be at the camera, right? right? <laughs> that's a huge benefit is videos and information on how to use stuff better and how to install it if that's a factor in fact we just showed that our that video to our nephew and made him get on our rv because yeah. neither one of us wanted yeah, to go you don't on, the want roof. Me on the roof of the rv i'm sure there must be some limit you know those type things were very intentional on, on our part you know it was part of the education thing it's like hey you know before somebody buys something we want to make sure that they're educated about the product to where they can make the purchase and feel good about it. You know, where a lot of companies drop the ball is kind of, you know, Hey, once, once they got the money, they kind of disappear. And we were like, well, we're, we're definitely not doing that because you know, our customers are our community. Like we, we could be in an RV park and somebody had just bought something right next to us. Right. <laughs> we we want to we always be on good terms. Right. So we said, you know, after the sale, we're going to make sure that people are successful with what they buy. And so we created something, you know, what we call the learning series. And that's, that's what y'all got, right. Is, is like the, the video of me doing the install. We do that on most things that are, that need it. You know what I mean? Some things don't need it like a dash pad or something like a learning <laughs> series on a dash pad. Right. But you know, the things that need it, we, we do those on. And so people get that. And, and most of the time, that gets them through it. And then if they need more assistance, they can, they can just call us, you know, and I think that's another differentiator is, you know, it can be frustrating to try and get in touch with a company and not be able to do it with techno RV. We got people sitting by the phone waiting to answer it. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is great. And they speak English and everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know, early on when it was just me and Eric doing support, we learned a lot about what customers want and we realized not to say we don't want to talk to customers, but when, when we get too many calls or issues about a product, that's a red flag for us to either reevaluate the product, reevaluate the brand. So the after communication with customers is just as important. We've actually pulled brands before we pulled product lines when we consistently hear an issue, we can't get the manufacturer to, to do what needs to be done to, for us to stand behind it. So in addition to helping the customers with the after communication, it helps us stay in touch with, is the product working like you think? You know, if we hear consistent issues, we know how to handle it, we can get ahead of it. Um, so that's helpful for us as well, staying in touch with customers after the sale. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, in, in the beginning and, you know, if, if there's any business owners listening to the podcast, they'll kind of understand this. But like, you know, when you're smaller and you maybe call a company and you want to sell their brand, you know, they're like, who, who are you? Who's, who's technology? <laughs> right. you know? And and then, you know, obviously there was a shift for us when we grew to where, you know, now 
major manufacturers like it's 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 part of their plan is like you know how do we how do we get on techno rv right because because we partner with our our suppliers right we want to help grow their brand we want to help build their brand you know as well as our own and so we see it as a partnership with all of our suppliers you know and they know that and they know that they're going to get special treatment whenever they are allowed to sell their stuff on our site you know, not only is it, you know, me and Tammy and the reputation of, of Techno RV, you know, we also have people that support Techno RV like you guys, whether it's affiliates or, or maybe it's just, you know, friends of ours that, that are or YouTubers or whatever, you know, and, and this is how word travels, you know, and that's as fast as the RV community has grown over the past, you know, four or five years. That's really helped us a lot. And that's something that's new for us. We now have a partnership with you. So if somebody is looking for a product that they like, uh, you can start at stresslesscamping.com and then go over to Techno RV. And we have our weekly gadget report. So we're going to look at some of the nifty things that you guys have. (laughs) Well, I know some of the things that you have are ones we've bought from you. Yeah. (laughs) So what are some of the things, like some must-have things? Is Because I know right now there's a Black Friday sale, but you, as you said, you buy directly from the manufacturer, so your prices are consistently competitive from my perspective. Right. Yeah, and you know, I'm going to start off with the tire pressure monitoring system because I want to, I think it's a good segue from what we were just talking about with our relationship with our suppliers um, because we've got something really special going on right now that, uh, hey, it might be breaking news on Stressless Camping. Oh, right? oh, we, we love that. Breaking news So, you know, TST is a great brand, tire pressure monitoring. If people don't know what it is, you know, basically you have, you have a sensor that basically screws onto your valve stem and then that broadcasts information up to a monitor that sits with you where you're driving. It's going to give you your pressure and your temperature of your tire. And if those, if, if anything gets out of whack with those, like if you have start to have a slow leak or temperature starts to go up because you've got some brakes locking up or something like that, it'll alarm you. Typically blowouts are, are preceded by high temperature, right? Low pressure, high temperature. When the pressure goes down, the temperature goes up. So typically a, a you know, a blowout's preceded by that. So if you can be alarmed, if you start to have a slow leak as it starts to go down, a lot of times you can prevent that blowout because you're being alarmed by it. So TST is a great brand. It's the one we've used forever. And it's actually um, on a lot of the four server RVs. Yeah. That's kind of the segue, right? Mm -hmm. So, so basically TST has a model called the 507. It's a great model. It's the one we've used forever. and, And I imagine that one will be around for a long time, maybe about a year, a year and a half ago, TST came out with an additional monitor. I guess you would probably consider it maybe an upgrade. It's a bigger screen and and it does, does some other things that the original model doesn't do. But when they rolled it out, they only rolled it out to manufacturers uh, like that were willing to put it on new RVs. So Forest River, for example, y'all have a Forest River. Yeah, we. Mm-hmm. in fact, we have a TST tire pressure monitoring system yeah. on ours. Yeah. Yep. So, so they partnered with companies like Forest River. And uh, so when you go buy a, a new forest river certain certain models then the tst just comes with it well that monitor that comes with those forest rivers called the 770 not the 507 which is the one that's been around for longer and so what we've worked out with tst because the aftermarket has not had access to that 770 but it calls from people i want that touch screen i want the 770 and we're like well then you have to go buy a forest river yeah <laughs> i mean so, is there another brand besides rockwood right i know i know right just go 
go buy a rock wood. Of all the reasons. Right? <laughs> yeah. So basically what, we, what we've worked out, we, we believe that the aftermarket will be able to start having access to the, the 770 sometime next year. But TST has allowed us to start selling the TST only for the month of November. And it's November 16th right now, right? Yeah. So so I'm just letting your your audience know that if they already have a TST, the 507, and they want to upgrade to the 770, it is $50 off right now at Techno RV. They can get that. If somebody does not have a TST and they want one, they do have a choice now during November between the, the 507, the original, and the 770 is a kit because we're actually putting kits together with those monitors. And that 770 monitor that's a little larger, programming is a little bit, I would say, easier. It's a touchscreen. It works with all the existing um, sensors. So if you already have the 507, all of the sensors, internal, cap, flow through, they all work with the same monitors. So or, you're not having to upgrade sensors. Yeah. And, and, and okay. to clarify, to clarify, if, you know, all the, all the sensors have date codes on them, right? So if you, if you, if you have gotten your TST 507 from 19 forward, the 17 will work with it. The 770. Or, I'm yeah. sorry, the 770 will work with it. Right. Okay. So people can, so people can upgrade their screen. Right. And it's having a tire pressure monitoring system is game changing because I mean, we, we were always looking at what's the pressure and temperature in the trailer tires because trailer tires particularly have a well-deserved reputation for failure. And yes. so when the tire fails, it can take a lot of the trailer with it, including the entire trailer yeah. if you lose control. So this is, yeah. I mean, it's a small investment, but really a big safety item. Yeah, well, you know, we, we've had a blowout before and, uh, you know, I don't know if you have, but, you know, they're no fun. And we, you know, we were in a class A when ours happened and it happened on a steer tire, which is kind of the worst scenario. And, you know, we were probably doing 60, 65 miles an hour. So, you know, that experience, anything that you can do, re- do to reduce the odds of that experience you want to do. And the tire pressure monitoring system is absolutely the number one thing that you can do. I I would hate to put a percentage on it, but a large percentage of blowouts that happen, they could be avoided if somebody would have been alarmed of a slow leak that was happening. Now there are just the catastrophic blowouts that, that, you know, there is no reason it just, you know, maybe you hit something or then it breaks some cords inside of the tire and you don't know it. And then later down the road, just for no reason, it blows out. Those can happen, but those are, are more rare than things that happen due to slow leaks, right? We did have a slow leak situation happen with our first modern travel trailer, which did not have tire pressure monitoring, and it just the tire wouldn't hold air anymore. That's when I learned, we've also interviewed the folks from Goodyear, and I learned, well, those are those are the trailer tires we like. But you're right. I mean, any tire can have a failure. It can. Yeah, you, you can have the, the catastrophic stuff. But, you know, again, the likelihood is that, you know, you pick up a nail, you start to have a slow leak, and then your, your temperature goes up. And, and when a tire's temperature gets above 200 degrees, the compounds in the tire start to break down because that's that's getting to the temperature that they actually form the tires at the manufacturing plant, right? So it makes sense that if you got back up to that temperature, those things can start to break down. 
you know, that's when the blowouts happen. That temperature gets yeah. so high that the compounds break down and the tire just gives out. Yep. It's amazing to me because prior to being in the RV, I never thought about tires much. You know, my car would tell me when it was low, but I really never even cared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now that we have run with a, a TSC for years, if if a battery is low in a sensor or something like that, I mean, we don't go anywhere. We will stop the trip, find the battery, replace it, do whatever, because once you see what your tires are doing in real time and understand, you know, not seeing that, it's yes. a much scarier thing to just not know what your tires are doing. I can't, I'll, I'll, every, everybody that gets it always is like, I can't believe I, I never knew or I would never run without one again. So. Yeah, it, it's fascinating actually to watch how the tires change temperatures and pressure based on speed and outside temperature and so many things so it's yes. it's interesting and at first you're like oh my gosh they're getting really hot well yeah it's because you're going 60 miles an hour or whatever <laughs> we've heard of people of course you know we get all the stories right and um you know we just talk about the positive effects of of tst but you know kind of behind the scenes we've talked to a lot of customers that reach out to us and tell us about their experiences you know we've heard of situations where somebody's like towing a car behind a uh like a motorhome, the braking module didn't release completely on the brakes. And, you know, that obviously heated things up rather quickly. In this one case, it actually, you know, created a fire. Uh, but we've also heard of that happening to where, you know, once that temperature gets up, that can cause a blowout on your tire. We don't talk about that stuff much because, you know, we're, we're not, we don't like saying things like that, like, ooh, we're trying to get you to get one. We right. just know that, that just from a peace of mind standpoint, we've experienced it. We know what it's like having one and how, like, just, you know, starting a trip out and being able to see all that information monitored along the way. It's just, man, it's, it, it gives me so much peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Well, here's, here's the tip for the lazy folks. Cause I always say, if you want to find the laziest way to do anything, <laughs> ask me. And I used to, before we left, when, before we got the tire pressure monitor, I used to go around to all the tires and measure them, right? Which is I yep. don't know, a couple of minutes per tire, or whatever. And now I just turn on the monitor and look. Also, if you, uh, if you're lazy, like I am, it's a great way <laughs> to stay safe and be lazy. Right. Yes. Hey, I'm the same yes. way. I, when I get ready to leave, I just turn it on, go disconnect power, you know, water, sewer. And by the time I come back in, I'm, I'm looking at all of my PSI ratings yeah. Yeah. Uh, on each tire and I'm ready to roll. And yeah. it's a good thing that for some reason I used to get pretty bad motion sickness and I, I don't know if it's this truck or my age or whatever, but it's not so bad anymore, which is good because now when we're on a road trip, I'm like always looking at my phone, like, Where's the next gas stop going to be? Where's the next campground? Where's the next thing we need to visit? When we were on our Route 66 trip, I was following an app like, oh, the next exit has a giant twine ball or whatever. And then now I'm like, this app, this app, this app. Oh, and let's check the tire. You know, he's like, check the tires. I'm like, I'm looking for a gas station. Just give me a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, we won't do much more on this because we've talked to the people at Gas Stop, but 
you're a place to get the gas stop. Yeah. And so we'll put a link to that whole podcast and where you can buy that. That's a 20% that's a, off right now. Hey, that's, <laughs> those things are, are awesome. So we'll put a link to that. Yeah. And another thing I saw on your site that intrigued me is the level mate pro. And I see that it works with your phone and your watch now. Yeah. And then, so speaking of being lazy, right. Is it, yeah. This is the theme of the whole thing here, right? What, how can, how can we be more lazy and, and still get out there and do, do what we're doing? Right. Well, the level may pro falls right in line with that. Right. Well, y'all know what it's like, you know, you get to a place and if you want to get level, you know, everybody's got their method of doing that, you know, if, whether it's a, a, a floor level and, you know, going back and forth to the driver's seat, pull up, get back up, you know, <laughs> pulling, pulling up on the blocks and things like that. And it, it's, it's quite the dance level mates kind of technology to the rescue on this one. Right. So it basically, there's a module that you put on your, say your travel trailer and it measures the level state of the RV. And not only does it tell you if you're at a level, it tells you how far off unlevel you are front to back and side to side. And I think that's the key that kind of separates them from everybody else is that it's not that I'm just not level. It's how far off am I? Mm-hmm. So if you're off, uh, you know, a few inches, you know, on your passenger side, then, you know, you just stick a, a block over on that side, start pulling up. You have your, your app on your phone, in your driver's seat. And as you start pulling up, you'll see when it starts getting level and you know exactly when to stop. Hey, I don't need Peggy anymore. That's right. (laughs) I can just sit in the seat. (laughs) We checked into a campground one time where the owner said, because I was out and I was leveling and I was helping and doing this and that. And he said, a lot of times, campers come in here and the woman just sits in the passenger seat with her purse in her lap until he's done. And then she goes in the RV. And then when they get ready to leave, she comes back out and sits in the passenger seat. Wow. That's, that's That'll be my right job there. now. Yeah, but <laughs> I like that. That's also a campground where between the camp, ground owners and us we drank all the beer we brought that's true they were really cool people (laughs) they were cool people (laughs) you need bigger storage tony i know well now i'm waiting for my dometic 12 volt cooler to show up yeah and i know you guys have those too we love that too you know uh, i don't know if you if you know it but this past uh summer we decided that we wanted to rv smaller right we had the big you know 40 foot class a and and all that and so we ended up going to to colorado in a six by 12 cargo trailer oh yeah (laughs) sorry peggy and and we did a cargo trailer because i wanted to take a four-wheeler and so when we got somewhere to to we basically boondocking we would roll the four-wheeler out and then we would have, you know, throw a mattress on the floor of the cargo trailer. So we went from like luxury class A to that, but that Dometic, the Dometic was saved the day. Well, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't even been on board without some of the things that we did. And Dometic <laughs> was absolutely one of my favorite things. I mean, you can't. I mean, an ice chest is nice, you know, and and you can, you know, we could have carried an ice chest and kept some things with us, but the ability to have a a freezer zone and a fridge because it's got two compartments was incredible to be able to actually keep frozen food with us on the road. And we just used one of the Southwire power stations and, you know, kept it running. And I didn't have to worry about buying groceries as much or wasting food as much. And I could take advantage of when we got to a store as opposed to, you know, 
know, load up and, you know, keep it for a period of time. It absolutely loves that Dometic. Yeah. And the power consumption on those is so small when you're running off 12 volt. And, and again, we, we do have the Dometics at Techno RV. We, we were using the, the 75 model, which has two compartments. You can make both of them refrigerator, both of them freezer. You can do one fridge, one freeze, mm-hmm. uh, which is what we did. And then we powered it off of the Southwire uh, power stations, which if anybody wants to check those out, we've got those at Techno RV too. And the way those Dometics are working is like once they get up to temperature, you know, they, they see no need to just like keep running your power. Right. So mm-hmm. it, it kind of goes into this kickoff phase and then when it needs to kick back on, it kind of does. So in Colorado, when we were there, you know, we had a lot of cool nights and we were way up in elevation, even in some snow. So once it got up to temperature, even the 500 amp hour South wire that we were using, we were like running days on that. And then of course we could charge it with, with solar because Southwire is a solar panel you can charge it with. We love the Dometic. It holds so much that when we did unpack it, you know, it was like a clown car at a circus or something. <laughs> I was just like, keep digging stuff out. It's crazy. And then even after the trip and we weren't using it in the trailer, I mean, it's awesome to, it holds a lot of cans. It frees up your refrigerator. We like to drink out of cans. So we like them always cold in the refrigerator and it just frees up and gives you an additional freezer. If you have a smaller um, freezer inside your RV and a lot of times it fits in the base. Yeah. And, t- and Tony, mm-hmm. I, I got to say that running out of beer is an RVing violation. I know yeah. it is. <laughs> and, and, and so the, the Dometic can help you with that, but but really you should be ashamed. You know what I mean? Oh, that's, that's I, well, like... we did drink quite a bit that time. <laughs> <laughs> and in our defense, we were supposed to be boondocking and then just some situations happen and we end up hanging out with a couple of really cool campground owners instead. So (laughs) at least we weren't completely unprepared. Yeah. But those things, those 12 volt coolers are also great. If you do Costco runs and you don't have to rush home to have, you know, your stuff spoiled and all that. Yes. And when I, when I said to Peggy, I apologize about the cargo trailer. I still have a Jones (laughs) to build a custom trailer using a cargo trailer, even though we have, you know, a nice, Trailer, I still want to do it. But not 6 by 12 sorry. No, no, no. It would be an 8 by 20 <laughs> Like three it's times that size. still on my wish list, so who knows? I'm glad we did it. It's not something I would want to do. Um, I would do it again, but it was, we had a lot of conveniences that made it, you know, it wasn't like we were tent camping or something. We did have hot water and stuff like that, so it, it was nice. It was a nice break and just some new fun. Um, one of the things we brought, which is actually on the black Friday sale, not techno technology per se, but one of my absolute favorite products is the Berkey. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people with those yeah. like traveling. We Robert. brought it to, I mean, we have it with us all the time in every RV, but it was nice there because we could just bring big jugs of water. Eric filled at the, wherever you filled them. I don't even know. And it filters 99.999 of like everything except for the minerals that you're supposed to keep in. So it's not like reverse osmosis. It was, it didn't matter where we go. You don't even it, think about it. It's a six by 12 cargo trailer and we brought a Berkey. It wasn't even a question. Um, it's nice to know where your water's coming from. It's nice. It, it, 
I mean, Eric likes to always say you can put pond water in it. I hope he doesn't. And if he does, don't tell me. (laughs) But it's used by the Red Cross, like in third world countries. And it's wild over all the years we've traveled. We've been to all of the 49 states. I mean, places, water can get sketchy. You can smell it. You can know there's stuff in it. And and our first probably six months of RVing, we bought bottled water. And it was ridiculous, just ridiculous how much storage and how much time we would just go get. Tons of plastic bottles thrown away and then we we got the berkey before we even yeah, we started techno on. rv and i was like we've got to sell this i know it's not techno rv but it's the best it's my it's 40 percent off but 30 percent off the big berkey is 30 percent off I think it's so. like two and a half gallons 2.25 or something like that yeah it's i mean for us it is it's that it is tammy's favorite product you know in the rv if you had to say like what which one that you she would be like give me my berkey because <laughs> you know having the having the same water everywhere you go and when we had a dog with us, he drank murky water too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If it is used in the kitchen, if it goes in like making rice, coffee, tea, anything like that, I use murky water. It's weird because it's it tastes. It just tastes like water is supposed to taste. It's <laughs> there is no. I, it sounds so dumb to say that unless you start using one, and it, it will make it makes sense, but it's just clean water and it's consistent. And we have friends that like their dogs get sick in certain places that they drank the water and they're not used to drinking the different water. And, you know, just does away with all that. And you're not buying all those bottles of water. But with that said, for, you know, for people that moondock, I know Tammy kind of jokes around about me saying putting pond water in it, but like literally I, I could have just taken some of the river. We, we, yeah. we, we stayed by a couple of rivers and things and literally I, I could have just taken that water and put it in there and been just fine. I mean, that's what it's made for. Right. Right, And because it's portable, it's gravity fed. So it's not hooked in line with anything. I mean, you just move it anywhere you want to go, move it into your, you know, if you have a house, your RV, if you're going on vacation, we take it, we take it. (laughs) We drink Berkey water where we go, period. Right. It's funny looking at uh, Robert Morales traveling Robert's videos and it's always uh, like seat belted into the back seat of his truck. (laughs) And people, a lot of times they see people say, what, what is that? Yeah. Oh, that's the water right. filter. So well, something that, that interests me as well is I've done the math on it just over the years, you know, cause they make Brita and pure and all these, what people would think are similar, but you're replacing the filters every three months or so. Berkey comes with two black Berkey filters and to replace them costs about a hundred bucks or so. They last for 6,000 gallons and for normal use, I think two or three gallons a day, it's like six years. It is insane. We we used ours for six years and probably used three gallons a day. You might have to clean them with a scotch right every once in a while, but they last for six years. I think it's like two cents a gallon where I think it was like 44,000 water bottles to equal you know, the cost of just one set of black Berkey filters. So it's something that you're not going to have to replace. Sign me up. Oh, I know what we're about to buy. <laughs> As you're talking, I'm like, all right, He's let's like, see where yeah, I put Peggy's going to say I need that. Because <laughs> Peggy loves, well, I mean, we both love good water and we do travel mm-hmm. to places where, I mean, where you turn the tap and it's like, what is that smell? Yeah. So, right. Yes. Yes, for sure. And then you got to go buy water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've got one. Okay. Okay. This and this is a simple one, right? This is like uh it's Christmas time. This could be a stocking stuff. Right? Okay. It's not that it's not that expensive. People have GPS units. We're big fans of the Garmin. But a lot of times people, you know, they come with the suction cup mounts to put on your window. But a lot of people like to put them on their dash, and so they need a dash pad. Mm-hmm. Well, back in the day, we we were getting these 
we looked at a bunch of different dash pads to find like the most awesome one that, that was nicely weighted, had a nice tacky bottom on it. So if somebody's got a slanted uh, dash that it would, that it would hold. And uh, we found this one from this company and then they just went away. And like, we were devastated because <laughs> people loved them. Right. And so for probably the next year, we just went in search of and in search of and in search of never could find anything like it. So we said, heck with it. We'll just go make it ourselves. Right. So we basically make our own, I guess what you call just the techno RV beanbag mount, which is basically the model of what we were considering to be the perfect one that you can set a GPS on. It's got the tacky bottom. It's nicely weighted. And it may not seem like a, a that big of a deal, but you know, when we, you're driving down the road and your dash is sloped and the passenger's constantly having to go and grab the GPS as it rides down the <laughs> slope, it's a big deal. I yeah. was super pumped for it. So, and we had I can tell you all the brands that we've used, all the models, nothing would stay on the dash. And this model, we did Alaska for three months. I mean, it just, uh, and we, it stays. Uh, I, the weight and tackiness together is just absolutely wonderful. Yes. And it's 50% off right now at Techno RV, by the way. I'm not looking right at it, so don't hold me completely to it. But I think, I think they're normally like 30 bucks. And right now they're like 15 on our Black Friday sale. So if anybody, like if somebody's listening to this, if this strikes a chord with them, they're going to know what I'm talking about, right? And they'll they'll definitely want this. It's not that expensive, but no. it's a great unit. And a lot of the lighter ones that are out there right now won't support anything above. I mean, a 7-inch even struggles with some of the lightweight ones. Um, we've used an eight, the 8-inch eight Garmin and the 10-inch Garmin with it, and it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's stout. So you need one for your Garmin, and you also need one for your tire pressure monitor. Well, well the the <laughs> ti- yeah the tire pressure monitoring, like the five hundred seven comes with that little dash pad. Oh, okay. With it. So so it's already kind of got one, so you don't necessarily need it for that. But the new seven seventy, however, that we were talking about earlier, it actually has a magnetic yeah. mount, kind of like the Garmin's do that goes to a suction cup mount it does not have a dash pad now it will fit in that 507 dash pad if somebody wanted to do that or yeah you you could use the beanbag mount that we're talking about with the 770 if you wanted to i think that's universal right everybody needs something like that yeah one more thing i thought i'd bring up is the waggle pet monitors yeah that's kind of a new product for us here you know recently because it's just been something that you know just over the years you know we We traveled with our senior bulldog for the first probably six years. Yes. And it was constantly on our mind and and we would find things that, you know, had one aspect, but not the other. And, and then we, when we lost him, you know, it's still, it's always been something on our mind because I, I would be willing to bet 80% of RVers have dogs yeah. <laughs> everywhere in campgrounds. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. seeing a lot of cats now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the idea here is that you want to be able to, to monitor, you know, temperature, you know, I mean, if you, if you leave, if you leave your pet in your RV, you know, obviously if your power goes out and it's hot, you know, that's a concern, mm-hmm. right. And it's a big concern. And so, you know, being able to monitor that away from your RV through through an app is crucial for people, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of different products out there. Waggle's definitely a good one. We do have them on our, our site. I don't have that in front of me. It's It may be on sale. I don't, sure. I, I, don't, I don't have that one right in front of me. We're also working 
Have you heard of the product RV Whisper? Yeah, what is that? The guy that developed this, is, he's borderline genius when it comes to kind of back-end type stuff, and it's just kind of like this all-inclusive monitoring system. And we're going to be rolling out soon kind of like an all-inclusive like monitoring system that it does a lot of different things, not just, you know, not just temperature, but, you know, other things too. And so we're real excited about that. And, hey, that that may be breaking news on on <laughs> Wow, that's... That's two now. <laughs> yeah. So I, I would encourage your audience if they're interested in monitoring different things, even like uh, battery voltage and, you know, things like that, that all from one app. It even has a link to other brands, API stuff, like maybe even uh, surge protection and different things like that to work and all be on one app because, you know, you get so many different products and have all these different apps. It's, it's sometimes it's nice to kind of bring it all into one place. And this is going to be able to do a lot of that. Yeah, that will make a big difference. So. Well, I think the bottom line for people to know is if you're looking for either stocking stuffers or just those must-have things for your RV, Techno RV has you covered. And I like, as I said, you have instructions, you have tech support, your prices are competitive. I'm really happy that we have been able to set up a relationship to work with you. You're just the kind of people that we really look for out right. there. Thank you. And I, I do want to point one more thing out that we haven't talked about. And it's something as RVers we know is important. We do offer free shipping. And because we understand the movement of RVers, most of our stuff is two day shipping. And if you ever have a situation where, Hey, can you hold this for two days? Cause I'm going to be at this <laughs> on the third. If you give us a call, we are so used to working around RVers schedules and when we need to send it and when we need to hold it. So let us know because we're real good about making sure that uh, you get it when you're, you need to get it because you're at the campground. <laughs> That's the kind of service that would be worth it for if nothing else, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I just want to say, you know, we, we obviously enjoy talking with you guys and love the stuff y'all put out. We're happy to have you, you guys, you know, kind of partnering with us. And we, t- we, do, we do take that very seriously because we know that, like y'all's audience is, is uh, important to y'all and, and y'all don't want to, you know, lead them astray. And so whenever somebody like you guys says, Hey, you know, go, go to techno RV, Eric and Tammy, that, that whole thing. We, we take that very seriously. And we, that's, that's how we try and run our business because we don't want to let anybody down. And uh, so, but anyway, thank you guys for, for partnering with us. Hey, thank, thank you. you. It's a, it's a pleasure. Whether it's black Friday or if you're listening to this sometime next year, it's, it's a good resource still. And happy shopping, everybody. <laughs> well, it was good talking to y'all. Yeah. You, you too. too. Thank you very much for your Thank time. Thank you so much. Y'all stay in touch. We'll be around. Likewise. Right. Sounds great. <laughs> Take care. Right. See ya. Bye. See we sure appreciate Eric and Tammy being on the podcast with us and telling us about their business, but also their deals and just kind of all yeah, the things the way they or work. a lot of the things that they carry. And we really appreciate being affiliated with them. And we are going to go buy a Berkey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I get to spend some money. This week, we, you know, we're not going to have really a gadget because we kind of talked about a bunch of them. Right. But we are going to talk about yet another partner of ours. Sylvan Sport has been making some really cool stuff. They make some great camping gadgets and they make RVs. Right. And we have talked with Sylvan Sport in the past. They 
have a forthcoming all-electric RV that we'll we'll put a link in the show notes, which you can find at stressescamping.com. But this week's RV of the week really stretches the boundaries of what an RV is. Mm-hmm. This is the Sylvan Sport Go. And what it is, is sort of a little... Uh, you'd almost want to describe it as like a motorcycle trailer, except it's got a tent on the top. Right. And so you can raise the roof. Raise the roof. <laughs> We're all raising the roof over here. If you're driving, I hope you're not raising the roof. But anyway, you can raise the roof. And there's a whole tent trailer that forms out of this. But it, the trailer is under 900 pounds. So, yeah, you could potentially tow it with like a Subaru or you know some other small SUV type vehicle and then they make some other nifty things like the Sylvan Sport Privy Bivy which is sort of a tent for your toilet yeah and they make the Dynamax kitchen and th- there's just a whole bunch of neat things so you can take this Sylvan Sport Go and really configure a whole RV out of it well, and don't forget, you can add the gozebo to the side, and that's gozebo. like an extension tent. That's true, yeah. Which also can just be a tent standing on its own or a screen room by itself. Yeah, so they make some really neat stuff. So we will put links to the article, but check out this Sylvan Sport Go. Now, again, I'm going to, un- I understand that this is not going to appeal to, you're not going to be cross <laughs> shopping a class A with this thing, right? But for some people, it could really be a useful utility. Well, like Eric and Tammy, who just took a six by 12 cargo yeah, trailer out that's camping. That's true. But let's say you have something like a, a Subaru or, or whatnot. You know, you want to go buy stuff at the hardware store or maybe appliances or stuff like that that well now you've got a cargo trailer too so it could be a really neat thing to have Mm -hmm. so there we go there you go so every week we ask a question on our fun and friendly stressless camping podcast facebook group and this week i actually had a friend who's a campground owner and she wanted to get some insight about value added so we asked the question what value added features would you like to see in a campground We got a lot of answers about what people would like to see in a campground. And I have to say that some of these, I don't, I I don't see them as value added. I think they're maybe design features or things that maybe every campground should have. For example, clean bathrooms, space or vegetation between sites. Oh, wouldn't that be great? Yeah. But those really aren't something that a campground can, well, they could clean the bathrooms, but they can't really change the side, the size of their sites if they already exist. And so what could they add in value? And so Kimberly and Pat both mentioned that they love when a campground has a picnic table. And that seems so obvious, but really not all of them have that. No, that's true. In fact, and we've been to a number of campgrounds where the picnic tables were just terrible. Yeah, I mean, just in true. big disrepair. So maybe you only have a few good ones and you just give them to the people who ask. <laughs> I don't know. Just the cool people. Oh, like, I don't know. Is is having uh, to ask for a good picnic table better than having a yucky picnic <laughs> table? You're not going to put your stinky slinky on that, are you? <laughs> Doug said, and he must have obviously had this experience because <laughs> it's pretty specific. If you charge me to receive a package, you should deliver that package to me. 
Or at least I think let him know that the package is there. It sounds like that was a, you know, there are some places that don't allow you to receive a package. So even that in itself is value added. Charging for it, I mean, you know, whatever. Carolyn said she would like that if you added a one hour free kayak rental. Now that conversation went a little crazy because her and Adam decided two hours and two days and... <laughs> and they all just decided to bring their own kayaks. But yeah. anyway, I think if a campground has kayak rental, having some amount of kayak rental included in your campground fee is a pretty nice added value. Yeah. Jerry, our friend said ice cream socials. I like that. Yeah. That's something, by the way, that we do a lot in the FMCA and we uh, have some stuff to share with you about that. Yeah. Jerry and Wendy both said outdoor movies would be fun. That's true. And Jerry even mentioned karaoke. and Scaryoke. Scaryoke. That's fun for some people and not for others. But Depends on how much beer you've had. But it's a kind of thing that, you know, if you had a karaoke evening in a lounge or in a gathering site, it's something that people who wanted to do it could do. Now, That's true. Sadly, Paul said he'd like friendly hosts. And oh, I, I hate to think that that has to be an added value. Yeah, that should just be. <laughs> that should it's go, hard to that find That should have gone people. up there on the list with regular amenities. Chuck and Brooks both said that firewood delivery would be nice. I like when they do that. And it's a whole separate issue, but bringing firewood from out of the area, we've realized in many places is can be troublesome. So uh, it's good when the campground has good firewood and it'd be neat to have it like you just tap something on your phone or give them a ring and bing, bang, boom, there's a firewood and it's the local firewood. Right. And Chuck also said that having gatherings within the campground would be, I read a series of books and that campground has potluck dinners like every night, basically you can walk around with your plate and get, get food from every campsite. And that sounds like a fun thing to do as a group. You know, it might be odd if it's the entire campground. I know we but, did that at the RV Entrepreneur cool round table and that was I mean, we did like a tour and that was fun. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and then Tony. Oh, wait. Who? You are oh. Tony. Why don't you tell us what you think I, it'd be great? I thought, wouldn't it be great if on a campground's website, they posted something about the, the signal strength of the various cell phone providers? Because I understand a lot of times we go to campgrounds to get away from it all. But it would be nice if you do say, oh, we've got great signal. Really? Okay, well. Show us what great what means. What does that mean? So. Now, Kyle did point out that there's an app, which is fine, but if you're already on the website, wouldn't it be nice to just be able to use that website and not have to go find an app that tells you yeah. signal strength? It's just right there. If, yeah. if those apps can find that information, your website should well, be able to include it Well, if you work at the campground, you can say, hey, how's your Verizon or AT&T or T-Mobile or or U.S. cellular signal, you just ask the people who are there, and if they're like, ah, it's great. Yeah, the word great means a lot of things to a lot Oh, of great. People. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we've been to places that say they have great Wi-Fi, and mm -mm, oh, yeah. no. Mm -mm. Yeah, if you're no, there by yourself, maybe. Yeah. So Speaking of wish lists, yeah. this week, my question of the week is, what game or camping fun activity item do you have on your top of your wish list Ooh, that would be good and where would one answer that question or participate in the discussion well you could answer that question or participate in the discussion at our fun and friendly stressless camping podcast facebook group <laughs> man what a name 
so we hope we see you over there. People have been very civil and very kind. So I know some people do have issues with Facebook. I fully understand that. But the people at our little group have been pretty terrific. Now, speaking of groups, this is something that I, I sprung on Peggy here. A couple of things I would like to share with everybody. We are going to be in two places coming January. At one time? Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, no. No, we're going to be in one place. Wait. Two times. Yeah. We are going to two events in January, and we would love to have a group meetup at either both of those places. One is the FMCA Regional Rally. In Indio. In Indio, California. Yeah. That'll be kind of mid-January. We will put a link to that event, but they've already announced some of the entertainment and some of it's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also have the Frustrated Maestros, which I always enjoy. Yeah. And they, they do all kinds of workshops and seminars. But yeah, if you are in Indio, and by the way, you don't have to be an FMCA member to attend. Come and give us a try. We really like the FMCA. We think the group offers a lot of value and we will be there in Indio. And directly after that, yes. we'll be heading to Quartzsite, Arizona. Yeah, we will be at the giant Quartzsite Sports Vacation and RV show. We are once again managing the seminars and workshops and there is a full slate of seminars and workshops this year yeah at this the is something show. something kind of new I, it's it's a, a bring back it used to happen years and years ago and they stopped doing it and we have been working with organizers yeah Kimmy. Kimmy. tony has been helping her put together a schedule of workshops and seminars so yeah. that is a return feature of the quartzite sports and all those other things sports well and another thing the border hookups will be there too so good they'll only be there for one day but if you're at our gathering in albuquerque you are familiar with the border hookups they are full-time rvers who are professional musicians and do a heck of a job so they'll be there too so if you're followers of them you'll probably go to see them in quartzite and we'll see you there too yeah we'll look just like us so a couple of events hopefully uh, if you're in the lower left corner of the united states in the beginning of the year the weather is great and we hope we see you there and we'll put links to those events on our rv show calendar which by the way my word there are a ton of rv shows coming up yeah you know we had kind of a quiet couple of years and the rv show calendar was pretty sparse but it has rebloomed and yes it has there are a lot of rv shows coming up over the next few months and so check out our calendar on our website at stresslesscamping.com by the way if we're missing one please please let us know because i want to have that as full and fluffy as possible (laughs) (laughs) and it's things like not just rv shows per se but overlanding events things like that so public Mm -hmm. events that you can go to and if you are putting together one of these events please feel encouraged to let us know we will be very happy to add it to our list oh uh, one other thing about groups we want to welcome all of our new listeners of course and also all of our new members of the newsletter group yeah when you sign up to get a newsletter we send out one a week it's free it's free to sign 
sign up. We have links to stories and videos and podcasts and things that will help you get the most out of your RV experience. This may actually be the longest newsletter that we have ever <laughs> written this particular week. So. so there's only one. So sometimes that one is long. <laughs> yeah, there's a ton of just ton of stuff happening. That's awesome. So and of course, that's free. So visit our website and sign up. We're not going to share your information with anyone. We just use that to send you that one email a week. Absolutely. And you'll find the show notes for this episode, which is episode number 177 on the podcast page at our home on the web, stresslesscamping.com. Where you'll also find our deals and discounts page, including the three new ones that we have. And all of the other ones that we have been very pleased with over time. Check out discounts and deals. I, I may change the name of that page. Uh Uh-oh. Well, Well, you better remind me so we have our script updated. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And we're also in all the social places. And you can start at StresslessCamping.com and bounce off to all of those places. And if you don't want to miss a future episode of the Stressless Camping Podcast. It's free. It is free to subscribe on any podcast app or find us right at our home on the web at StresslessCamping.com. We are saving you a seat around our virtual campfire. That's the fact, Jack. And of course, you know, a review will help others find this podcast. And the more listeners we have and the more reviews, the better the discounts and deals as you've seen especially this week and we continue to get these terrific guests and partners yep absolutely so well it's thanks to you we really appreciate you of course with that happy camping we hope you learned a lot and had some fun and got some tips for your next stressless camping adventure we're honored by your reviews on apple podcasts which helps others find us too Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out on the adventure, and we look forward to your joining us next week. Until then, happy camping! Go buy a Berkey!